Hey, I'm so glad you're here with today's episode of Chats with Coach Debbie. Today I'm going to answer the question for you, who is Coach Debbie? I figure this is a great time for me to introduce myself, allow you to get to know me just a little bit better, a little bit deeper, know where I've come from and why I'm here. So I'm going to share that with you today when I return with today's chat. Welcome to this podcast, which is For the Willing, Chats with Coach Debbie, a place where you will be influenced to live a happier, healthier, more fulfilled life. And now, on to today's chat. So who is Coach Debbie? Well, I am a wife, a mom. I'm a mom to a two-legged adult man and a four-legged little Yorkie. I'm a daughter, I'm a sister, I'm an aunt, and I'm a friend. I'm also a fitness instructor. I teach two different formats of fitness. And one is Refit, and the other is Rev and Flow by Refit. If you're not familiar with those, you need to look them up online because there's probably a class near you. I'm also going through certification right now to become a holistic health coach, and I have already achieved the holistic nutritionist certification, and I'm completing the other one that I need to to get that holistic health coach cert. I've been helping people in this area have health gain by weight loss for years, but I figured that it was time that I had some credentials to back me up because what I've been training on and teaching is based off of experience, which I do believe in. I believe that it's important to teach based off experience and not theory, but I also understand that people like to have credentials when they are going to sit with someone and tell them all their everythings. So I'm working on that right now. I have just a few months left to finish that up. I'm also a lover of Jesus. I'm an author. I wrote a book, as I mentioned in last episode, No More Waiting. I'm a minister. I'm a teacher. And I have a mission in life, which is to influence others to live happier, healthier, and more fulfilled lives. And I'm a former morbidly obese woman. If there is nothing else that you get out of today's message, I want you to know that I've been there and I understand. And no matter where you are, I'm hopeful that what I share, you're going to receive something from for what you need in your life today. I'm going to start with my childhood. Now, no, I'm not going to go through all the years, and I am going to probably end up splitting this into two different episodes simply because I don't want to be talking to you forever about 56 years worth, which is my age at the current recording of this. But I do want to start with childhood because I can remember, even as a very young child, being on a diet. I put myself on a diet when I was in elementary school. I was not, I was the chubby kid. I was the chubby one from the time that I was born, pretty much. I was not one who was born into this earth with a great metabolism or whatever it is that we take claim of as the reason for why some are skinny and some are chubby. Whatever the reason is, I was chubby. And so I noticed even as, as a young child, that I carried weight differently than some of my friends did. I was a dancer. I, ta- I started taking dance when I was two and a half years old, and I continued on that. Well, I'm still dancing today, I guess you could say, because I'm instructing a fitness class that's cardio dance, but as one of the formats I teach. 
But I began that at two and a half. And I noticed that as I was growing up in my elementary and teen years, that when I was very active, I took multiple classes a week, that the weight was more in check. And then when the summer came and my classes were less, although I was outdoors a whole lot more active than what today's children do in the summertime, I still, I battled, I struggled with weight. And of course, I I probably didn't, well, I know I didn't eat the best even back then. But for me, it was always a weight challenge that continued into my adulthood. And as a young adult, when I gave birth to my son, I hit the heaviest weight I had ever had on my body. Of course, I was nine months pregnant. But the thing is, after I gave birth, I did not give birth to a 40 or 50 pound child. And so when I went back to putting on clothes after giving birth, I realized, hey, I still have this weight. I don't look any different. I still look very pregnant. And so I started to find ways to shed the weight. This began decades of what I call yo-yo dieting. I'm sure you're familiar with that term. It meant going up, down, only to go up some more, and then down, and then up some more, and continued on. I did everything. I did pills. I went to a diet doctor who prescribed pills. I did all the products. I did all the programs. I did every trendy diet that there was. And yes, I would lose, but I'd always gain it back. When I was 34 years old, I ended up having to have a full hysterectomy. This was unexpected. I had been having tremendous pain off and on for about two weeks. And I have a very high tolerance for pain. So I kept putting it off and putting it off until it got to the point of excruciating to where I couldn't put it off anymore. And when I went to the doctor, it was discovered that I had a mass on one of my ovaries, and or it appeared to be on my ovary. So I was scheduled for an emergency exploratory surgery to wake up to find out that I had a full hysterectomy because I'd had a tubal pregnancy. Now, the miraculous thing in this is that my tube had not burst. My body, the doctor described it as my body was trying to heal itself. Of course, I know it was the Lord who was protecting me. But the tube, instead of bursting, a mass started to form like scar tissue around the tube, which prevented it from bursting. And regardless, I came out of there with having that full, complete hysterectomy. When I went to visit the doctor afterwards for a follow-up, he went over all the details of what hysterectomies meant because, you know, I, I didn't go into the surgery expecting that. So I didn't know, I wasn't prepared necessarily And when he was giving me all the details of what it meant, he gave me a list of potential side effects. And I will tell you here, the only one I remember, honestly, was the one that flashed at me like a neon sign on the Las Vegas Strip, and that was weight gain. That was all that I could see. Now, I know better at this age. I've been in the Word for many years. And I know what the word tells me, and I know about faith, and I know about fear, and I know about deception. But at that moment, deception attached itself to me, and I 
took claim, so to speak, that that was going to be what I was going to have was weight gain. And sure enough, over the next few years, I gained and I gained and I gained and I gained until I got to that that place of being classified as morbidly obese. I looked in the mirror and I'd see myself and I'd think, you might as well get used to it because this is the way you're going to be the rest of your life. I would not even try to lose weight because I was convinced that I couldn't, that it was hormonal and that because of that or lack of hormones that I would not ever be able to lose. And this was just the way I was going to be the rest of my life. That's what deception does. Deception is a lie. Deceptions deceive and deception is a lie. We cannot, we cannot grab hold of those lies. We have to be stronger. Now, the thing about deception is when it's on someone, they don't know it or it wouldn't be deception. It'd be making bad choices. It's like a blinder that's put over and you can't see the light. You can't see the truth. But I'm here to tell you today that deception can be broken. Don't believe the lies. So after that happened, I reached that highest level ever, the largest. I'm only five foot one, and I was well over the the weight that I was at nine months pregnant. But again, I thought I was just going to be that way forever. But something happened. I had a supernatural intervention of God. And I will say that even though physically I didn't like what I saw in the mirror, I didn't like the way I felt, I didn't like waking up in the morning after having slept for seven hours or eight hours, feeling like I'd been on my feet all night. I was still a pretty confident person. I was running a business at the time, and I I, I was a, a confident person. I didn't allow it to com- make me hide or to resist being out in the public or in front of people. As a matter of fact, I trained people during all that time. And, you know, I, I never, I would never hide except for the clothes that I was wearing. I would hide in the clothes. I'm sure some of you that are listening to this know what I mean. You, you find the clothes that are larger so they don't hug you because then you feel like you're hiding in them when in reality, it makes you look even larger. But we'll, we'll cover that on another topic someday. So I had a, this business had a conference every year. And this particular year that I went, it was in Atlanta, Georgia. And of all the travels that I've done, whether for fun with my family or for business, I'd never been in a hotel before that had a bathroom scale in the bathroom of the room. And this one did. And I remember, like it was yesterday, walking in, putting my toiletries away. My husband was there with me. He traveled with me for this conference. And I walked into the the restroom to put my toiletries away, and I saw this bathroom scale. And for whatever reason, I stepped on it. Now, I had not been on a scale in years and years. I Even when I I didn't go to the doctor very often, I didn't, didn't need to. I didn't have any real health issues that were apparent. But when I would go, I'd always ask them to please not let me know what the number was. I didn't want to know. And so I stepped up on the scale and I was, I don't even know how to describe it, humiliated, disgusted, disappointed, heartbroken. I don't, I don't know what word to describe it, but I was that. I remember walking out of there, tears streaming down my face 
And my husband's like, what is wrong? What happened in the bathroom? (laughs) And I said, there's a bathroom scale in there and I stepped on it. Oh, it was horrible. But thankfully, the next four days were very busy with this business conference. And it also involved a whole lot of walking. We had to walk back and forth from the hotel to the venue. So it was several miles of walking a day, I know. At the end of the conference, I was packing up my toiletries to leave. And for whatever reason, I stepped on the scale again. And here's where I say, this is where I received my supernatural intervention of God. Because when I stepped on those scales, I had lost five pounds. Now, granted, that may not sound like a whole lot to some of you, but you have to remember, I thought I couldn't lose. I wouldn't even try to lose weight because I was so convinced that I couldn't. And it was better for me to know that I couldn't than to try and be confirmed that I couldn't. And so that was huge. Again, I walk out of the bathroom with tears streaming down my face. And again, my husband asked me, what is wrong? And I said, I lost five pounds. I can lose weight. That was a breakthrough moment. Those five pounds helped me to break through that deception. So I came home. I joined a food program. I joined an exercise program. And over the course of the next year and a half, I dropped approximately right around 85 pounds. Now, I still did not get to where I wanted to be. I didn't get to my goal, but I felt so much better and was so content there that it was okay. The thing is, the program that I did for losing it was still not one that was based on nutrition. It was not healthy. It I, Yes, I did lose, but it wasn't a healthy way. So after a few years of holding that, I held it for maybe two or three years, I guess. I allowed outside influences to cause me to make bad choices, and I gained almost all of it back, all but 20 pounds. Now, I'm going to stop there for today. I have this thing that I I refer to as my moment on the mount, and that's what I'm going to share with you in the next episode, because that is the time when things really change for me. And I became so willing to make the necessary changes. And honestly, it came because I thought I was going to die. I'll tell you this much. I'll give you a hint. I thought I was going to die in the desert, literally. So I'll tell you more about that next time. But the point of this is for today is that I understand I've been there. I know what it's like to physically, mentally, emotionally think I'm going to be this way the rest of my life. I can't lose weight. I know what it's like to live under deception. And I also know what it's like to break through it. And that's what I desire for you. If you have anything that's keeping you back, My prayer is, my hope is, my life mission is to help you break through that, to truly be able to live a happier, healthier, and more fulfilled life. So next episode, that's what I'm going to be sharing with you. And for today, I want you to do a few things for me. First of all, as always, share 
this podcast with others. Make sure that you've subscribed. But also, if you don't mind, go and join my Facebook group. I have a Facebook group. It's a private group at facebook.com slash groups slash for the willing chats. It's the number four, the willing chats. Join that. And when you do, I'll approve you. You have a few questions you have to answer. I'll approve it. And in there, I want you to share what lies you've believed. What fears do you have where weight is involved, health is involved? And know that you're not alone in that. When you share it, go ahead and hashtag it, I am willing. And that way it'll be easy for me to to find your comments. I'm also going to encourage you to, first of all, find a scripture that you can hold on to. I'm going to share mine with you next time, but, and you can, and I'll share it. It's, it's mine. It's written in the Bible. If you look real close, it says, this is for Debbie Robertson, (laughs) but I'll share it with you, but I'll do that next time. For now, I want you to find your scripture. What is a scripture that speaks to you where you're at right now? And I also want to encourage you to go ahead and take measurements of your body. If you need to lose weight and if that's a goal that you have for this year, take measurements, take pictures, write your goals, journal for your own testimony, because you are going to have one just like I have one. So do those things and I'll be back with you next time for more chats with Coach Debbie. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast that is for the willing chats with Coach Debbie. Until next time, this is Coach Debbie reminding you that you can do anything if you are willing. For more information, visit forthewilling.com. That's the number four, thewilling.com.